0: Everyone knows the Team Jack Foundation, but have you heard about the work they're doing with the Nebraska Childhood Brain Tumor Program? They're currently funding 13 projects and collaborating with national institutions such as Dana-Farber Cancer Institute, Memorial Sloan Kettinger Cancer Center, Columbia University, and more. To date, they have raised over $12 million and counting. Their focus? Finding better treatments for kids fighting brain cancer and one day, a cure. Why? Treatments currently used are 45-plus years old and highly toxic. If a child survives a brain tumor, they are often left with lifelong deficits due to the toxic treatments. One of the largest projects is at the University of Nebraska Medical Center, the creation of a Nebraska Childhood Brain Tumor Program. To learn more about their projects, get involved, or donate, visit teamjackfoundation.org. Hey, No Block, No Rock listeners, before you hit that fast-forward button, I just want to talk to you really quick. My name is Mike
1: Anderson, the owner and founder of MXA Construction Group. I have 15 years of experience in the industry, and I want to help you fix that eyesore from indoor to outdoor, from floor to ceiling. Whatever your needs might be, we can help you turn your dreams into reality. Reach out to us via Facebook at MXA Construction Group or at MXAConstructiongroup.com. Mention code NBNR to receive discounted pricing. Is your garage a mess? Don't stress. With cold weather right around the corner, don't let the excuse of an overcrowded garage keep you from parking in the garage this winter. Nebraska Garage Solutions offers affordable storage solutions that fit your storage needs. The owner, Rob, will work with every customer to ensure that we are meeting your expectations from start to finish. Nebraska Garage Solutions specializes in metal overhead storage, complete slat wall systems, custom build wood storage, and affordable badass garage cabinets to guarantee to make your neighbors jealous. Get your garage ready for the next Husker game and mention the code NOBLOCKNOROCK to receive $25 off one 4x8 overhead metal storage rack. These industrial racks are adjustable from 24 to 48 inches and can hold up to 600 pounds. They provide an affordable storage solution that can get that clutter off the garage floor. Reach out to Rob today for a free consultation or shoot him a text at 402-987-8180. Or check out their website, nebraskagaragesolutions.com.
2: Welcome to NBNR, the authority on unfiltered opinions and authentic player insight for Nebraska athletics. Connect with us on Twitter, Instagram, and at nbnrpodcast.com. We have a say no blog, no rock. You know, we just really love Hunter. He's a junkyard dog. Hey. And Kenny Bell around to me. You know what you just, what you just did? You get
3: mad. You going to go get in the portal and go to another podcast? You know, usually dumbbells are in pairs. They had five dumbbells. <laughs> hey, got it, Muhammad. G-B-R.
2: Go Big Red. Indeed, no block, no rock. Season 4, episode 16. Mike was scrolling through the... (laughs) This is funny. (laughs) The Nebraska ball rosters going back to 1950... 54? 54, yeah, 1954. Trying to find a number 16. Number 16,
1: where... Pretty much never. We haven't had anybody wear the number 16 for Nebraska basketball since 1954. The Bill. Almost 70 years. That's weird. That's weird.
0: I, yeah, that's weird. Bill, so. Bill Solberg is carrying the 16 torch. <laughs> that's insane. What's funny is I have his poster hung up in my office. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> you guys, we are at
2: the Nebraska Brewing Company Tap Room, 108th and Harrison. In Levis, Nebraska, 68128. Fellas, let's go around real quick. Talk about the drinks we are enjoying. Of course, I am a pickle fighter. Mm. Till the day I die. Drinking your pickle beer. <laughs> right? Every week. Say what you want. I don't care. It's so freaking hey, good. Connor, you can back me up
0: on this. You know how it feels to be me now. And, well, yet, yeah. and yet, I'm <laughs> not <laughs> drinking Pilsner this week. Yeah, what, what do you have? What do you here? got there, boy? Currently, I've actually bounced around a lot since Pilsner was off tap. Don't worry, guys. It's coming back. Uh, about a week and a half, I believe. Jeez, that but, long? Yeah. It started at three. I've been struggling. Uh, but okay, I, NBC will be fine, though. Yeah. I, I've bounced around. Yeah, they're losing less beer. Uh, but I've bounced around a lot. Right now, I'm drinking the cold beer. It's a cream ale. Um, okay. It, it's kind of in the same vein. It's an ale. It's not a lager. Yeah. But still nice and light. We have a bunch of them, and I'm not slurring my words, stumbling over myself, putting particles in my foot like Mike. Yeah. It was his ankle. (laughs) Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Michael Delaware, what you
1: got in your aluminum cup there? I am drinking a good game. It's the lightest beer on tap, and that's kind of what this night was calling for, was just a nice, light beer, so... That's what we're we're rolling with. That's what we're calling for tonight? Yeah. Light beer. Why? Why are you being such a lightweight tonight? Mm. Hey. What's wrong? It's a a Monday night.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: CrossFit buyers.
3: (laughs) CrossFit (laughs) (laughs) buyers. What do you got? Uh, I've got the uh, good game. I rolled in after a long day shooting some stuff with the Omaha Supernovas. Omaha's first, Nebraska's first ever professional volleyball team shooting some uh, in-game media stuff and commercials and all that good stuff. So right I needed a light beer, just to, just something just to refresh me a little bit. There you go. Yeah. Well, now let's
2: throw it over to our very special guest we have with us, former, former Nebraska ball player, Emmanuel Bandamel. Thank you guys for having me. Sir? Appreciate yeah, thanks for coming. Yeah, yeah. appreciate thank you coming you. on. And now I know you're not drinking yeah, anything. No, you guess, got, um, he's got his water, water, <laughs> staying <laughs> hydrated. Always. I respect that. <laughs> Always. Um, but Nebraska Brewing Company water or your own water?
0: His own for now.
2: His okay. own for okay. now. Okay. For He'll now. get to
1: yeah. try the world-class water at Nebraska Brewing well, Company. Well, look, if, if <laughs> yeah. you do
2: I'll, I'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
4: we'll lure him in.
2: So, guys, if, whether you drink beer, they have
0: liquor here, they have water... Yeah, we got a full, we got wine. All sorts they of They got wine, slushies. Yeah. yeah.
1: They got slushies. I <laughs> was like, what? They got everything. Dude, um, <laughs> I'll tell you. Um, I'll probably
4: be sold on this slushies, though. The I'll slushies, the slushies yeah, are yeah, good. i so, so I'll probably get a slushie.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I will give a shout out to our bartenders, Jess and Alex. They have, you can see it right now, It's in, the one that's almost empty, is this hot, co- well, it's cold cocoa slushie. Uh, it's like a salted caramel Coke. It's incredible. And mm-hmm. I'm not like a liquor person at all. Okay. It's so good. Okay. It's incredible. Good.
1: Well, and would you say world-class?
0: I would say world-class.
1: In every glass? Every single one. All right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I think that, that wraps it up. You did it for me. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: right. Mike jumped in front of me on that one. Hey, that's hey, all yeah. right. I can.
2: Hey, let the train run him over for once. Let's go. All right. Now, normally guys, we are a football podcast. You know, but after after Nebraska ball starts seven and zero, you start to get like new listeners. Like, are they going to talk about basketball? Like, yeah, for like the third time ever, or whatever. And so, you know, we ideally we would have loved to have you after you know a more joyous occasion yeah. instead of getting thirty pieced at home by twenty yeah, don't know, uh, don't give them that extra point. Well, yeah. yeah. Twenty nine. <laughs> <about the> same. <laughs> so eighty nine to sixty. You know, Creighton comes in to PBA and. They win, yeah. um. So Emmanuel, you know, Fred Hoiberg takes his team into the locker room. They're they're doing their thing today. The day after, like, mm-hmm. what what is he showing the team? What's the message to the team right now? What do you think?
4: I mean, to I've been coached by him for like what a year. So like I've been around him, especially after losses, because I'm not gonna lie, we had a, a few losses last year, yeah. <laughs> more than a few. A few. <laughs> <laughs> so like you know just what i remember from like him especially when we lost like big games and stuff like that it'll be especially against like you know teams like purdue like we were kind of close, but we kind of messed it up in the, in overtime and uh and kind of like they didn't come through at the end so it's like you know for him he'll just say don't don't let that game linger in your mind we gotta move on move on to the next one because you know there's so many games that you gotta play it's such a big season especially now it's like they're seven and one but I mean, they were like he was telling me this morning. He was like, "Well, we're seven and one, but it doesn't it doesn't matter. There's still so many games to be played. We can't be seven and one now and mid like lose every single game until like you know March. But I mean, there's not that's not what they want. Of course, like, right. nobody wants here. But you know, it's like you just gotta keep moving. You just gotta keep looking forward to the next game and you know learn from your mistakes from the past one. Uh, correct that. And that's what they did on the court. They told me that they had a pretty good practice. They bounced back pretty well. So they look pretty good uh, looking uh, going forward to go to uh, Minnesota. So it's just like, you know, stuff like that, just to, you know, uh, fix what needs to be fixed, looking at the mistakes that they made, uh, the character of the team, you know, you know, resilience, showing resiliency and everything, showing that they can like step up and achieve. you know, we're not just going to fall down and not fight. We're going to and get back up and fight back and get uh fight to uh for, to see another day. So that's that's just uh, what Fred's all about. You know the whole coaching staff as well. They're just they're just gonna tell you be the tougher team, be tough, be just like move on to the next play, move on to the next game, and that's just what he's teaching us. I mean that's what he taught me last year. So
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean like a loss to Creighton yesterday is not the end of your season. No,
1: no, it's a non-con game. It hurts. Yeah. yeah. yeah, Yeah. yeah. And you guys took care of business against Creighton last year. So that was the sweetest win of probably my livelihood, honestly. (laughs) I'm not
4: going to lie. It was for me as well. It just is like, I've been into like a lot of, you know, Rivalry games, and I was just like, you know what, this one just felt like it was just a little more than. Oh yeah, yeah. Just looking into the crowd a little bit, just to get that little, you know, passion for the fans and everything. I was just like, you know what, I really want to go get this one. Yeah, feels like it weighs more than any
0: like any other game. So yeah, I was fun to be part of that that last year. So yeah, to do that on their home court, yeah, has to feel great. Oh yeah. Did it feel better or worse as you saw them go deeper into the tournament? Obviously, we see them almost get to Final Mm -hmm. Four. As they kept moving through the tournament, were you just like looking at them like, yeah, we beat, we, beat that we beat those guys. We beat those guys. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> kind
4: of, kind of a little bit. I mean, that's what that's how it feels for like some of the teams that we play against, and there were like, I mean, we had like this, we had the, this game in in the back of our pocket, like Iowa and like some teams like that. Both you were, times like, you beat you them twice. To, I know, yeah. Right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh,
1: trust, we, we, trust me, we counted. Hey, hey remember <laughs> that time we beat Iowa
4: <laughs> twice? <laughs> Yeah. So, yeah, no, nah, it, it's just that feeling like, eh, we could have been in there. We, we should have been. But, I mean, I mean, at the same time, you got to give, like, other teams credit at the same time. It's like, you know, they were their, their butt off to be in there as well. So, you know.
2: Well, the, th- the thing about college basketball, and look, I, I used to follow it very closely when I was younger, and I know you're a big Duke fan. Obsessive. It's, cool. it's, it's fine. Really? Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. The, weird. The, the, the thing about college <laughs> basketball is, like, you heard a lot of people say, hey, if, Nebraska were to win this game, they'd be 8-0, and they'd probably crack the top 25. And it's just the only thing I'm saying in my head is, yeah, that would be amazing, right? Especially mm-hmm. a fan base like Nebraska's, which hasn't seen too much joy in its history. <laughs> but it's like in the big picture, being ranked right now is like the definition of useless. Like it doesn't mean anything. Yeah. Yeah. And like there's a lot of game, like you got to win a lot of these cupcake games. Yes. We're going to do this. Cupcake,
5: mm-hmm.
2: because God forbid if, if you drop even one of them, that could be enough yeah. to ruin. Like even if you do really well in conference play, yes, yes, 100%. like you you lost to Loyola, yeah, your first game where everybody's rusty, whatever. That's all it takes is just one game like that, yeah. and that could ruin your whole season. Yeah,
4: no, definitely. It's, but I mean, for us, we call them like you know, quad ones, uh, quad one wins, or quad yeah. one. You know, I mean, you them pretty, yeah. know, pretty mm-hmm. much know about all those terms. So yeah. like, those quad wins are something that you they add up at the end of the year, and that's what like you know, all the analysts and everybody else look at at the end of the year. We're like, okay, well, let's see who's gonna be all the teams that's gonna make it to the tourney, or if the teams that are not gonna make it. They value like them them little loss that you get like towards like towards the rows and and. It's just it counts so much at the end. You're like, dang, we just we lost at, uh, at home by I don't know by six against whatever Loyola, and you're like, well, that one's pretty. It's gonna catch you at the end of the year. Yeah, oh, yeah. Because yeah. sure, if, if you, you win it,
2: if you win it, it's so.
4: Yeah, so. But if you lose it, it's like, oh, okay, the, that that yep. one circled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah they cannot. You, there's no way of like getting away from that. They're they're looking at the uh, like it's like totally at the end of the year. That's yeah. how they make their like you know the selection and everything. So,
2: yeah, as if you know we didn't have a noteworthy selection committee do some this this weekend. We'll, we'll yeah. talk about that later. Yeah. We'll get about that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: What I find most interesting is you know talking about Q one, Q two, Q three wins. Um, after this week, obviously Creighton gets a statement win over Nebraska. They jump five spots in the rankings from fifteen to ten.
1: That shows how good Nebraska is.
0: Well, so <laughs> I, I do stand by and. I, I did start saying it because I wanted to be inflammatory and I wanted Creighton fans mad because mm-hmm. we are Nebraska fans here. Mm-hmm. We hate Creighton. At least I do. I don't. Um, I don't hate
1: Creighton. No, I, I do. just don't <laughs> understand their fans. Like I just understand but, how you can root for a university 364 days out of the year, and that one day you're like, nah. I gotta get all
0: my red that I wear every other day. Gotta go find some blue and put it on. It just doesn't make sense to me. But yeah. so my question is: Nebraska <laughs> going into that Nebraska Creighton game? Seven and zero, unrated. Mm -hmm. Creighton beats them, and uh, I think it's fair to say stomps them. Twenty nine points is a stomping. Yeah. But to jump five spots, that tells me that the AP had some sort of respect for Nebraska, just not enough to rate them. Yeah. No, They
4: they they got enough respect, but at the same time, it's like. You know, with Nebraska history, it's like, do you want to rank a team that hasn't, like, you know, shown anything in so many years? It's like, you know, last year we did pretty good, but still it wasn't enough to, like, you know, get on top of, like, the hill and get to the tourney and everything. So it's like, the way they look at it is like, what's your history? What have you done in the past, like, uh, past conference uh, season? What have you done in the past uh, tourney? Was the last time you made it over there? Is this something, like, that's recurring or not? So they look at that mostly, and also it's like, for a team that was 7-0 last night, and for like Creighton to come in after, who they lost to? Was it Texas? Colorado yeah, State. Colorado State. Yeah, State it's now. Colorado State. By 21. Yeah, exactly. And then getting a win against Oklahoma State, that's pretty good. They're a pretty solid team. And then coming in the vault and getting one in Nebraska by 31, I mean 30, 29, 30. Yeah. It's it's something
1: big for them. It's yeah, obviously they're yeah. going to jump up. so Big bounce back. You, mm-hmm. went, you mentioned kind of the history of Nebraska basketball, not being... The greatest. Uh, we're the only power five school to never win a tournament game. I don't know if they ever told you that when you yeah. got here. When you
2: were at SMU, when yeah. they were trying
1: to pitch you, yeah. you yeah. Had to come over here. Uh, hey, guess what? You're, you're <laughs> kind of like, yeah. My, my question to you is, okay, you're talking about your journey. You're at SMU. You come to Nebraska. Mm-hmm. Uh, what does that look like? So you, you enter the portal. We, one, we've never actually had a guy who's been in the portal. What does the portal look like for a college basketball player, first off? I mean,
4: it's It's crazy it's uh the best way to like kind of put it for some athletes that's out there uh watching the the podcast is it feels like you're getting recruited like high school again mm-hmm. out of high school again so it's like for me it was just it was so blurry it was so crazy because uh well first off uh it was my senior year at uh, smu so i was finishing up and getting my degree over there uh my bachelor's degree and at the same time it was like kind of finals week and i was trying to figure out like if i wanted to stay at uh, SMU because basically uh my uh initial coaching staff that was there got fired so basically it was a new coaching staff getting in there so i was like trying to get to know them and you know it's like i've been at SMU for like 3 years so i was like do i want to stay here do i want to like explore and see and go somewhere else and then i get in the portal and it's like i have it, it looks like it's the FBI, like every other <laughs> second I get a call on my phone, I get a call on Instagram, Twitter, like literally I've been in, like literally I'm just getting so many notifications, I'm like, I'm studying, I got an exam tomorrow, <laughs> but like, it's like, I'm sorry coach, I gotta call you back, but it's just, it just feels like it's like high school again, you're getting like pursued again, it's like nice feeling of like, you know, people are actually like, you see who values you, you see who wants you out there, you see if like kind of where your game, is like, stands at. For me, it was, like, well, I guess I'm, like, kind of – I got that power five kind of, you know, level to play at because, like, so many teams, like, kind of reached out. Like, Kansas State reached out. uh Nebraska was one of them. uh South Carolina. So, they all, like, kind of power five schools. So, I was just, like, to be in – it's, like, a nice feeling. It's, like, well, you you worked your butt off to be here. And now it's, like, it's showing because those teams actually, like, come into you. Yeah. So, like, yeah, no, I felt kind of – refreshing yeah it's kind of <laughs> it, it's
3: kind of a sexy process for those it's
4: stressful but it is like and really enjoyable like you get to do visits i didn't do any visits but like because i was so focused on like school and everything else i was like you know i'm take care of that first but like just to like you know enjoy them visits enjoy like you know being chased if we want to say it like the this way being chased and being you get a chance to talk to so many uh, teams and get them contacts and it's like you know it's really cool yeah so what
1: was the sales
0: pitch I was gonna say, yeah. Well, what, what was the what sales stood pitch? out with Hoiberg in yeah, Nebraska with, with for you? Freddie
1: compared to Kansas State or South Carolina or whatever? What what got you to Nebraska? Uh,
0: well,
4: first the first coach that actually uh, reached out to me was Adam, Coach Adam. Yeah, yeah. So basically, he reached out to me first, and then actually we we have a great talk. It was actually really nice. Uh, uh, we talked about the uh, the university itself, like the resources around them, like you know sports and everything. The fans, the fan base is crazy here, so it was just like, you know, <laughs> yeah, that was, that was also one of the <laughs> what kind of had me kind of got me at first as, as well. But I mean, with Fred, it was just NBA guy. He's as he has like an history in the NBA. Like he's been a coach, he's been a man a general manager he's like he's he's done it all yeah. and then he's basically now he's he's at nebraska and he's taking care of like business placing guys in the league pro, uh, playing pro overseas and stuff like that so it was like you know for me it's my last year so i'm, I'm like well i as well jump in he got the con he got the contacts he got the connections he he know he's gonna let you know like what you need to make it to the NBA or not, or to make it to the pro or not, and he's gonna keep you a hundred with you. So like that's one of the main things that I was like, you know what, to be like with a guy that actually been around NBA guys that's playing the NBA and all of that. So I'm like, I just work go with it. He's pretty, he's a pretty good coach. We had a pretty really good talk, so I was like, yeah, I'm hooked. So
0: yeah. So during your year, because you mentioned that Hoiberg has all these NBA connections, overseas connections, was there anything unique about what he did to help kind of prepare you? For yeah. stuff like that,
4: yeah, I mean, t- for for me and him, uh, like he knew that my work, I think, was pretty good already. So for for me and him, it was just like staying in the gym, watching film a lot together, looking at what like you know pro teams are looking at when they like because everybody thinks it's like scoring or yeah, getting buckets like we say, but it's, it's more than that. It's about like how efficient you are you are when you play, and if you can't play defense, especially at that level, if you want to make it to the NBA now, it's more about they value more somebody that's gonna shoot some threes and play defense d, d and three, yeah, three exactly and e. exactly so it's like you you've kind of literally worked on that all year it was telling me like you know you already playing defense pretty good so like you got to just focus on being efficient you know being efficient from the three-point line making the right plays and then you're gonna have a pretty good chance of making it so we're well, just doing that all year pretty much
2: when i think of you i that was my perception of you when you came here was like you're a defensive kind of minded player mm-hmm. um what player would you say that you kind of modeled your game after? Was defense always kind of your niche, your, yeah. your like thing that you hung your hat on?
4: Yeah, I think it's a, it's actually funny. It's a family thing because, like, literally, uh, uh, basically all my siblings play uh, play sports or played sports. Uh, my big brother, he played at the University of Idaho back in the day, so he played over there before he went and played overseas as well. And, you know, he was literally um, – like, for a first-team all-defense in this conference, like, when he, whenever he was at idol. Same thing for my sister when they played, because they both play volleyball, and they were really, like, recognized for, like, their defensive ability. So it's, like, it's been a, it's been a thing in our family that, you know, whatever we can't take control of, it's one thing that we can't take control of is playing defense. You know, shots falling, you know, getting hits and stuff like that. It's, it's something that you don't necessarily have control. There's so many, like, variables to that. But, like, playing right. defense is, like, whether you're gonna score or not, or whether that ball is come going through the net or not, so it's like something that you effort think, yeah, it's effort that's all it is, yeah, yeah, so I think I mean,
2: it was there a specific like player growing up that you were like i want i want that's my dude right there uh it's been a
4: bunch. <laughs> Kevin Garnett was one of them. Here oh, we go. KG, yeah, that's a higher. definition. There we go. <laughs> big Garnett ticket baby. A, yeah, Kevin Garnett was big to watch. Just like the intensity he played defense yes. with every like, night. Yeah, every he was night an animal. He was bringing it. Kobe Bryant, same like Afro Kobe, and even the uh, 20, uh, 24 Kobe. Like just see the tenacity they play with. Same thing. I watch a lot of. Drew Holiday, when he was like, even when he was with the Sixers, he was still a really, really good defender. Uh, Tony Allen. So I, it's been a bunch of guys that I play that I watch, and I was like, okay, that's that's how they play defense. So that's how I can like kind of take like some of the tools to like add to my game, and actually like learn how to play good defense as well.
2: I, I right. just want to show my age real quick because, like, if if I was sitting in your chair right now, and people yeah. ask me, like, I would have said like Gary Payton, yeah, just yeah. like just yeah. a, a pest. Nah, definitely, like definitely. like a little dirty, you know. Mm-hmm. But I'm just kind of showing my age, like you, you saying like Drew Holiday. I'm like, oh my like god, J. Yeah. I love that. Oh it's my it's god actually god. funny because <laughs> Makes like feel I'm, so old.
1: But
4: but it's funny because I've studied them. Like I literally studied like Gary Payton. I, I studied yeah. uh, Dennis Rodman, oh, Scottie. Yeah. Like I've studied them, those guys, MJ. I studied those guys. So it's like for me, it's like yes, of course I'm I'm a student of the game. Of course I love the game, so I'm going to go and watch it, but as the game move forward, like, you know, it's there's a difference between, like, the 90s and 20s. Oh, yeah. Little, it's, a, it's a whole different. It's a whole different. So, for me, it's like <laughs> the game changed. So, I got to adapt, too. So, I got to see who's, like, the best defenders in nowadays. So, I got to look at, like, you know, Marcus Smart, like, great defender. Yeah. Like, those guys, just so, so you can see, like, what you're going up against and like, how they're doing it against those guys. So, it's, you know, it's just. I get it. Yeah.
2: For sure. All right, so. I'm just old. That's all. That's the main point. Is I'm old. We know. Look
0: at you. Old, Look at you. Yeah. You you did mention. You mentioned both Kobe's. Yeah. Eight and twenty-four. Yeah. You have to pick. Which were you taking? Uh, yeah. oh. You, you got to pick.
4: That's a hard one. Why are you doing that to me? <laughs> <laughs> what what you? what's,
0: what, what's your pick?
1: I I have an easy pick. See, I'm, I'm see, taking eight. Yes, Ed, that's I'm easy for me. Eight. Eight? Yeah. I'm taking twenty-four. Twenty four. Twenty four use this more. And that's yes. that's why yes. that's why I like twenty-four better. Yes. Because I think eight was I want to say immature, but like once once he became twenty four, it, it was a different type. It was a different, was a type type. A different Kobe. Yeah. He used he used his brain more. Yeah. Even in the, the, the coolest Kobe moment ever is when he's tours Achilles and he goes up there, makes two free throws two free and walks throws, off the court. Yeah. Like yeah. that's cold. Like yeah. that's cold. Sure. It's just oh god, no. Yeah. Twenty four. Twenty four. <laughs>
4: It's so wow. hard. Right. I'll. I guess I'll say twenty four. But I fell in love with the Kobe eight. Though. Well, that's, yeah, yeah everybody that's did. Yeah. yeah, but I'll say twenty four. I guess. Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. that's fair. Yeah. I, I like that answer. Oh, There's no God. wrong answer. There's no though. wrong answer. Yeah. Yeah. They're both
1: yeah. hanging in the, <laughs> in the <bunch>. exactly.
2: <laughs> well, I, another player I would have mentioned is like Vince Carter. But uh, oh yeah, but, not but, for sure. But for mention. Sure. But sure. this is a good segue because I mean you're from. Canada originally, mm-hmm, Quebec. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you go to SMU, yeah, which is like, uh, yeah, I don't know how it's far, early. how yeah. does yeah. that? Yeah. North, south, to, yeah, literally. Tell me, <laughs> how do you go from Canada to our southernmost state? Uh, how does that work? Well, well, what's going on there? Basketball
4: is, <laughs> that's why basketball is such a great sport, because it gets you to travel around a lot. It gets yeah. you to, like, you know, experience new cities. It gets you to experience, like, you know, new people and stuff like that. So, to me it was well it was funny because in the past i like i kind of like had the idea of like okay i want to i want to be in the like you know, in a hot kind of warmer place in That's life, cold. because can't, Quebec can't Quebec, blame you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Canada is, is pretty cold. So this is nothing yeah. out here, right? <laughs> nothing. Yeah. We can't, right now we back home. It's snowing. Like, yeah. Pretty bad. So yeah. yeah. Keep it up there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> It's probably coming down a little bit. Oh, please don't. <laughs> but yeah, for me, it was like kind of viewing that for me, like being in a warmer place, like as I grew up in life. So I was just like, well, it kind of happened earlier than I expected uh, going to SMU. But yeah, no, nah, it was just like basketball is such a you know, great tool to like travel around and you know, at first I had like well schools kinda a little bit south, mostly like on the East Coast, but then SMU was just like the perfect fit for me. And if not if it was not SMU it would put, it would have probably been like other schools in Texas because Texas Tech was recruiting me, huh. uh TCU, Baylor. So it was just like, you know, okay. I was kinda bound to be in the <laughs> in the South, yeah. I guess, yeah. So So
3: I I am interested. You mentioned like Baylor, TCU, Texas Mm -hmm. Tech. What separated SMU from the other three? Uh, Playing time.
4: And actually, because you know, there's that thing of, uh, there's that saying of like, you want to be where they need you and not where they want you. Mm -hmm. Uh, So like, I know SMU needed me. They wanted me to be there. They had the, basically everybody, and everybody that they picked, to basically, to build that uh, that team that we had for the three years I was there, it was actually to build that kind of standard because they were already, like, kind of really good before I got there. But then they had, like, kind of a drought year or two. And then uh, afterwards, uh, we kind of built it back up. So they wanted, like, really, like, culture guys to be bringing in, and I was one of them. So just to – they actually, like, wanted me to be there and wanted me to be a part of, like, you know, the restoring kind of SMU and everything. So – yeah, that's the only reason why I really went there, and I trusted the coaches hundred uh, percent. Guys like Jay Duncan that recruited me, and uh, Tim Jankovic, they were all all the all the coaching style was just people that
1: I could trust. So yeah, you mentioned that they got let go. Where did they end up?
4: Do you know? Uh, Jay Duncan right now is at um, University of San Francisco right now. Uh, Tim, he literally our head coach, he retired. Uh, Yaffe King. He was from Louisiana Tech. He came, at actually, my second year at SMU. And right now he's at the uh, University of Tulsa. Uh, Coach KT, that was actually at Texas. He was, uh, now he's at uh, the University of UTA, U- U- I think. Uh, yeah, Texas Arlington which sounds Stout. So there's a bunch of them. I mean, I'm not going to remember all well, no. No, yeah. of them. No, no. But, yeah, that's pretty much, like, all the guys that, you know, and some of them retired as well, like... Uh, yeah, like coach. Yeah, so some of them retired. It was two of them that retired, but the other ones are still like kind of coaching and stuff. So,
0: um, just so we can tag him, who is your favorite? Yeah,
4: <laughs> <laughs>
5: yeah. Who's your favorite That's,
4: coach? Ever? I'm getting you I not mean, to I, answer that. I, I mean, I, I got to go with Jay Duncan. That was my favorite because he's also the one that recruited me. That recruited me, and he's all he's still my brother. He's been a brother to me from since day one. So I guess Jay Duncan. Jay Duncan, yeah, Jay Duncan. Jay Duncan. Right. There it yeah, is. Shout out to you.
2: <laughs> um, something that I'm curious about is you coming from SMU, which played in the AAC, and you come to Nebraska, who obviously plays in the Big Ten. Mm-hmm. And I think the perception of Big Ten basketball is like, when you're in season, in the regular season, you beat each other up, and then come tournament time, you, you've been so beat up the past mm-hmm. couple months, mm-hmm. they kind of don't show up in March Madness. But like, was it significant, the the talent jump from the AAC to the Big Ten Um, Talent-wise, style-wise, was it a a big adjustment for you coming here?
4: Mm, Yes and no, because I'm not going to lie. The AAC is a pretty good and tough conference. Uh, Like my years, we had teams like Wichita State, uh, Cincinnati, Houston – Memphis. So they're like it's yeah. there's, there's some enough. teams. There's some ballers. It's all here. teams that, you know, at one point they made it to like the tourney like in yeah. recent year. Not like literally, literally recently. And mm-hmm. when you take it, when you look at Houston, Houston was literally like they, they're, yeah, they're making it every every year now FM. So like it's like we've we played some I've played some really good teams, like actually when I was at SMU. Even like during the non conference game, we had to like the chance to actually see like, you know, power five schools and play against them. So it's like the level, I'll say it's like, yeah, it's a little different. It's not the same pace, you know, bigger guys, especially like there's some teams in the, uh, the AC that are a little smaller, you know, with smaller guards, smaller uh, wings, smaller bigs. But like when you get to the Big Ten, it's like, yeah, literally, we call it the Big Ten. It's like literally right. bigger players, bigger players and stuff like that. So it's like, it's a little more physical. But as far as talent, I mean, it was kind of kind of the same. So okay. I mean, mm-hmm.
0: you had touched on exactly what I was thinking like 16, 17, 18. I- I, admittedly, Duke fan. Uh-huh. I do have a Fred Van Vliet jersey hanging in my closet. Really? I was a big <laughs> Van Vliet really? fan. Yeah. But, dude, you, you talk weird. about those AAC guys. No, so, like, I, I am a we player fan about. first and foremost. Mm-hmm. Like, right. if you're playing Duke, obviously, I know who I'm picking. But, like, I'm a player fan first and foremost. But in the AAC, they're so fast. They're so <laughs> fast. Yes. It's insane. Yes. And then, yeah, the, the comment about, like, it's the Big Ten. Yeah, mm-hmm. we're, like, we... In the Big Ten, the players are a lot stockier, a lot taller. Like, yeah, look at you. I'm stock. You, yeah. you could play in
1: the Big Ten. Look at you.
0: I could be a water boy.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, I'd be a great one. A great water boy. Yeah, yeah. that shit ain't ever getting empty. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, that was perfect. Yeah, I, I think that AAC. I don't think there's a big discrepancy in talent. It's just oh. where the talent oh. is.
4: Yeah, no, exactly, and especially for so many years it has been there's a lot of guys that are realizing that, that you don't necessarily have to be like in a power five school to actually like you know get the kind of get like uh, the exposure to play pro or play overseas or whatever because social media is taking over uh, like just podcasts like we doing right now or like yeah. other stuff like con- connection contacts it's so easy to like get that like opportunity that's like you can't actually play anywhere, and they're going to find you. If you're good enough, they're going to find you. So mm-hmm. it's like there's so many guys that came down. Like just my teammate uh, that played at SMU with me, Kendrick uh, Davis. They really, he was at TCU before that, and then he came down and played uh, at SMU. Uh, some of the guys like uh, – what's his name? Darius McNeil, he was playing uh, – was, was it Carl Berkeley? Something like that? I think Carl Berkeley. And he came to our school, and he did pretty well too. So it's like – it's just it's just about like, you know, getting that exposure and getting that, you know a, a playing in a good mid major kind of, if we wanna say like that, playing a good mid major conference and you know, everybody's going at it. Especially like when you think about it, Wichita, Wichita made it to like so many attorneys. Oh, Yeah. yeah. Like, there's that culture that's already built. In Cincinnati, same thing, it's already built. Houston this started building that up. At SMU, it was already built until like we had that kind of drop here because of the stuff that happened with Larry Brown and everything, but you know it's just yeah, everybody fighting, everybody fighting at the end of the day. It's yeah. like, that's what it was at the AC every day was like, we caught, we, we used to call it like nearly game sevens every day. That's, that was our mentality attacking every team that we would come against because like, nobody's going to take it easy against us. So,
3: yeah. So, pl- yeah.
2: so mm-hmm. playing for the Huskers, mm-hmm. um, just got off playing the in-state rival Creighton yeah. C-R-A-Y-T-O-N for the, record. um, but when it comes to, like, conference play, mm-hmm. there's, like, no Duke, North Carolina. There's no, like, rival like that. But who was the team that you would look at the calendar and go, we got to beat these fuckers? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's my words. It's my words. But, like, just that team that—I know you were only there for a year, yeah. but, like, maybe what teammates would say or just— Was there, like, that team on the schedule where you just said, like, we got to beat them? Uh— well, wow, That's actually funny.
4: Me and uh, <laughs> we have one of the coaches, Coach Nate. Uh, basically, uh, Lenzer, yeah, exactly. That's my my favorite, I guess.
2: I was gonna ask you your favorite coach <laughs> on the staff, <laughs> yeah. I, I figured it'd be Lenzer. I
4: already do favorite, but like, yeah, <laughs> no, but I we think, know. yeah, you it already was, said like, it's like, too. Yeah, late to yeah, that. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no offense, Coach Howard, yeah. I love all of them, they know that already. It's all of but, yeah, no, nah, I think we had our thing of like you know, going with the. The team's like mascot or whatever. So like for us, it was like <laughs> we'll always have some do like some going on before the game. We'll be like, so what we did today, and like. We didn't like birds. And by birds, we mean Creighton, Iowa. You know what i was in. So Iowa. I was, yeah. <laughs>
5: and
4: with me, I was like, I never had anything against Iowa. I mean, it's my first time playing there, so I'm like. I'm
2: Canadian. Like- yeah, I can't. <laughs>
4: <laughs> so it's like, I don't really care as much. But, like, if it means something to anyone on the team, if it means, like, it means something, like, to whatever. It could be, like, uh a walk clone or whatever—it doesn't matter. I'm gonna get, I take that chip and put it on my shoulder and take take it with me for the there whole game. So for for me, me and Coach Nail be like, well, what do we do with the birds? Well, Coach Nail will be like, well, we catch it and we crunch it, and Ooh, that's what we did. Catch with it with and it. crunch it. I, I love it. it. Oh. That's what we did with the Blue Jays, and that's what we did with the uh with the, the twice, mm-hmm. twice, <laughs> <laughs> twice. So I guess that that one game will kill you. Like I think it was like Iowa. Uh, that will say like, you know, it was kind of kind of dialogue our rivals if i could say it that way yeah yeah,
3: yeah. oh we can say that for sure yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah for sure. oh yeah we <laughs> love it i'd buy i buy that yeah, yeah. yeah all right we're sitting at uh 30, 34. 34 minutes yeah so- let's take
1: a quick break and and we'll get right back
3: this holiday season make your home shine with richie holiday lights from enchanting residential displays to jaw-dropping commercial lighting We've got you covered. And here's the best part. For a limited time, enjoy 25% off on all our custom Christmas lights by mentioning no block, no rock. Transform your home into a winter wonderland with Richie Holiday Lights. We handle everything from design to installation so you can sit back and enjoy the magic of the season. Don't wait. The holidays are just around the corner. Book your Richie Holiday Lights experience today. Richie Holiday Lights, lighting up your holidays one bulb at a time.
1: Did you know one in three young people will grow up without a mentor? Founded in 1991 by Dr. Tom and Nancy Osborne, the Teammates Mentoring Program's mission is to positively impact the world by inspiring students to reach their full potential through mentoring. Mentors and mentees meet in school during the day for about 30 minutes once a week to play board games, work on crafts, or just talk. Any kid as young as third grade all the way through college can be in Teammates. You don't have to be an expert to mentor a student. You just have to be there. 94% of mentees say they're proud to be in Teammates, and 91% of mentors say they leave their mentoring time in a better mood than when they arrived. Go to teammates.org to become a mentor today. Short term rental
2: hosts, are you tired of spending your precious time doing laundry, restocking supplies, and cleaning up after guests? Look no further than BB Maids of Omaha your local heroes for short-term rental cleaning. Their team of skilled professionals is dedicated to turning over your short-term rental, making it spotless for your next guests and ensuring an inviting and welcoming space. Whether you're a busy Airbnb host or managing multiple properties, b Maids of Omaha is here to make your life easier and your guests stays unforgettable. They pride themselves on reliability, trustworthiness, and attention to detail. BNB Maids of Omaha is your key to more bookings and five-star reviews ready to regain your time and boost your rental success visit com today to learn more and get started
5: get the dollar, dollar bill,
2: uh,
4: we have to say no block no rock
2: thank you troy and uh look i think no block no rock can apply to basketball
1: i totally agree with that right? especially what do you think about that especially with our guest here if if you don't if you don't play defense, you don't deserve the ball, right? Right, right. And they're like <laughs> I mean for
4: us, yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's really unless you are really a bucket, uh, and you can right. score like you know, like crazy, but unless you cannot, I mean you better get out, get it off the rebound the board and get a rebound or you better play defense and get the ball. <laughs> All right, and yeah. That's, that's just how
2: it works. So yeah. So I know uh during the break, I know that Mike had brought up um NIL to you and was yeah. just kinda asking you. About you know how it kind of works at Nebraska for Nebraska ball and uh, that, always, that always trips me up. It's okay, <laughs> but you're like, doing great. We're we're a, ba- we're a football school, yeah. you know? and volleyball. Thank you. Like it is what it is, mm-hmm. despite the, the struggles and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess go into NIL at Nebraska, how it works for a, a basketball player, and was it a noticeable difference between you and the football guys or the volleyball people? Like, just kind of go into how that worked and how that worked for you. No, it's definitely different. Uh,
4: different. I think this year is a little different for them because it's like kind of matching a little bit. You see way more like basketball players getting like, you know, kind of the same deals that, um, let's say, volleyball is, is getting or football. But as far as like the amount of money that we get, I think it's totally different. Of course, I mean, volleyball deserves it. Proud kudos to them. Actually, they're first in the nation. I'm really proud of you, girls. Y'all doing really good. That's (laughs) that's great, but I mean, you know, there's a difference also, like football and us. I mean, it's a it's a football school, like you said, like you like you said. So it's like you know, of course they're gonna get like kind of the hand on us when it comes to like NIL deals. But as far as the money we get, we. It's not like we should complain. We get, like, pretty good money. You rolling I mean, in from, it? Huh? Uh, hey, I know someone's hey, like, right. I'm not, not mean necessarily. But like, Is that that Rolls player. Royce I saw in the parking lot? <laughs> <like that> you <laughs> what that was? It's not me. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, no, nah, definitely. I think, I mean, some of my teammates last year, they were getting kind of a pretty good amount. Like, Sam, Sam Greasel was getting a pretty good amount of money. Uh, same thing for uh, Derek Walker. So, just to name a few guys, so I think it's like, you know, we're getting a good amount. Especially me, I was getting kind of – I'm – I'm never to complain about money, but, like, I, when I saw the paycheck that they had for me, I was like, oh, okay, that's kind of crazy. That's, like, the most like the most money that I've to touched in my entire life just, like, in one paycheck. So it was just, like, I'm not going to complain about it. I mean, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's totally, it feels good. If it's good. You, you know, you just do a couple stuff for the school and a couple stuff for, like, whatever company and you, then you get, like, a check. So it's, like, you Can't complain. Like, you, yeah. you, yeah. you feel
1: really great about it. <laughs> so, you did mention the international thing. Yeah. Do you want to go into that a little bit because that yeah. that is weird that it that it exists in the first place. Mm-hmm. But talk about nil in being someone who is not from the United States and how that works. Yeah. So
4: for international athletes, it's totally different because like for us, uh, we come here as students. So we don't have we only got like that student visa. Yeah. And, you know, to get money in any type of way, you got to have that uh, working visa as well. Since we're not working or we're not working hours that we can actually show like, you know, the state. OK, I mean, the state of government that we working somewhere or whatever. We cannot get any type of money from, you know, actually, like if I was here, I mean, if I was still a student, and I, was, I was here with you guys. I would need to I couldn't get paid in any type of way to you know do the podcast or whatever if y'all paid anybody to do the podcast so it's like for us we totally wish different. we could yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> that would be great yeah i <laughs> wish great. i i wish i got paid for we we the
4: podcast want to too. Pay you. Yeah. 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 We i wish can. we could it's okay. just fun to be here with you guys are. but yeah that's no, totally different especially for international athletes it's like We do the exact same thing as, like, those, you know, everybody, other athletes that's from the U.S., but it's, like, since we get that visa, uh, that student visa, we cannot get paid unless we are in our, basically, in our country. So, later for me, to get in, like, to get paid, that would have to be to go back to Canada and actually, like, you know, do whatever I have to do for the team or for a company and then... I get the check over
1: there, so we need a, an amigos and a runza put in yeah, Canada. Maybe yep. that would be cool, right? Yeah, yeah. so yeah, I know. they can take care of them here. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah.
3: so he heads back to Canada, and it's tweet, 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 tweet. tweet.
4: Literally, it was actually funny. That's actually what they asked me to do. They will send me like tweets to do. Like I actually had have them on my uh, on my Twitter. I think they're still up there, and that's the like I had to like actually tweet something, and then I get like whatever a what? thousand
2: You mean when nil was still new yeah, and like people yeah, didn't really know what it yeah, was literally.
4: yet? Yes, it was so funny. I was just like... You are like, yeah, all right, whatever. Yeah, yeah. I was literally like, okay, whatever. Made sense. Even my friends were like, are you, are you getting an act or something? I'm like, no. I'm just... It's just yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, I got to do this to get some money. That's all. Yeah, that's awesome.
0: So I, I have a weird question, and you yeah. do not have to answer if you oh, don't want to. Boy. I'm not asking about numbers. Oh, well. I'm not. Oh, don't no. get concerned. Oh, well. Jeez, oh, well. When uh, you said you did get NIL. Yeah. When you were getting the money, did that motivate you to work harder or did you always have that just killer mindset that like you were always giving a hundred percent and the money was just a bonus
4: uh i mean for me i mean when i started playing basketball it was like well i see the money because that's how you that's what you see on tv sure, right younger. yeah but like as when i was growing up it was just like i want to i want to do it for myself first i'm not necessarily doing it for the money yes of course i want to get the money so i can take care of myself my family and my future family but at the same time it was like it was just like a it's just a bonus for me. It's just a bonus. I love the game so much. It's like even if I'm not getting played, I'm still going to play the game. But I, it, for me, I know it's not everybody that feels the same way. But for me, it's like, well, I know I can use that money to like help me out with some resources. So I'll get some more stuff, like some better, like I don't know, better shoes for to play with, or I don't know, like uh, a massage gun that you can actually bring when uh, bring with, uh, yourself and do your stuff. So for for some players, like. It's a bonus. It's like, yeah, I, I couldn't care less. Or for some other players, it's like I use that motivation. If I play better, I get more. I can help my family. I can help myself. I can, you know, do the stuff that, you know, everybody got their backstory. So it's like, you know, they can use that money. But for me, it was just like, you know what? It's a bonus. It's showing down working hard. So
0: let's work harder. You were That's a mindset of a yeah. money guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah.
3: Love that. And I mean, you, yeah, you love the game. and. You work hard to continue to be able to competitively play the game. Mm-hmm, Anything mm-hmm. that comes within that is yeah. just, yeah, yeah, it's extra. Mindset, yeah. Well,
1: and these universities and TV and all this stuff are making so much money off of you <laughs> for doing what you love to do <laughs> yeah. that, yeah, you should get a little cut. Yeah, that's, that's it's it, yeah. fair. It's fair play. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. Mm-hmm. He's a big mom guy. M-O-M.
1: Yeah. Mindset, mindset over, over money. money. Yep. We love that. I like I love that. that. That's pretty good. <laughs> you like that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: let's let's go into like some of the guys that are currently on the roster huh? yeah you know some of the fan favorites if you will you know you played with Keisei Tominaga last uh, year mm-hmm. you played with Derek Walker and Sam Griesel. Mm-hmm. both fan favorites and stuff yeah. like that mm-hmm. um Tominaga. tomanaga just like so, let's go let's go around real quick <laughs> just give me like the word that comes to your mind when you hear Kesei
1: Tomanaga. I have a feeling we're all going to say the same word. Oh. Well, Go for it. Dog. My, well, okay, well, if you're going to use that one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <you're> dog. <laughs> I'm trying to think out what it is. What's it? the word? <laughs> um, mm, fiery. We'll say that. Yeah. So
0: fiery, yeah. dog.
1: Like Kyle's a good actor, too. I yeah. could have said actor. He, yeah. The, yeah. The, the dude is the king of flopping. No. Yeah, nah,
2: <laughs> <laughs> he did flop yesterday. Yes, he did. Flop yesterday. I didn't, I didn't see shit. <laughs> no. Do
0: you guys do, you guys do yeah. classes on that? Like how to flop? Yeah. Good or what? No, we don't. Okay. All. Real question. In practice, somebody flops on you. You get in their face. you going to say something.
4: Oh, yeah, no, I am definitely going to say something. I'm not, I'm hey, probably hey, not we're going to get in their face, but I would be like, come on now, nah, we're in practice. And are you really going to try to flop in here? I'm yeah, like, you're not going to get no calls. You're okay. not, definitely not getting this car in the game. So,
0: like, come on. <laughs> yeah. In a game, your teammate flops. Mm-hmm. You just turn the other way and you're like, fuck it, let's get those penalty, <laughs> like, hey, Let's get those throws. You got to get them where you whatever can. it
4: takes to win. I'm <laughs> yeah. Not gonna, yeah. If, it, if it's Ooh. working for you, hey, it's working for us as well. So, you're I'm right. not going to say <laughs> right. about. Yeah. But, yeah. All right.
3: Uh, so, I would say uh, when I hear Keisei Tomonaga, I I hear Showtime.
4: Showtime. That's a good one. That's a good one. That's a good one. Go ahead.
3: I was going to say Zealous.
4: Zealous. Yeah. Life. Life. (laughs) Life. (laughs) Just life. Yeah,
3: definitely. Those (laughs) are good. They're pretty good.
2: Now, someone that... uh, you know, we just watch him play mm-hmm. on the court. You mm-hmm. know, somebody that yeah. played with him, you, you practice with him. You, I don't know if you were roommates or what. I don't know how that works, but yeah, you know, you, you hung out with him a lot more than us. Like, mm-hmm. would you agree? All these words,
0: yes. Like, what yes. would you oh, add? Yes. What would you
2: add to I mean, that? I got a few. Oh, let's. <laughs> oh, just
0: run down the list. <laughs> yeah, I got
2: a few. Uh, <laughs> I hope he's watching. That'd be cool.
4: Gamer, that's one of okay. them for sure. Yeah. For me, I would say Showtime, but for me in my head, when I hear Showtime, it's more like popcorn. Because Mm. you already know it's going to be a show when you watch Kasey. Yeah, Uh, yeah. uh, I mean, what else? (laughs) Casual, and it's really funny when I say casual because, like, if you if you actually get the chance to talk to Kasey, he's. He's literally, like, a casual guy. He's There's nothing, like, that shows out, like, that really shows out about him. He's just, like, literally, like, a cool guy. He's going he's gonna to go golf. He's going <laughs> to just play with his dog or whatever, and he's just going to do the— this <laughs> What kind really, of dog? Literally, <laughs> That's, I, I was going to ask. I forgot what dog he has. Oh, it's been so long. I forgot. Is it a big dog he's, or a
0: little yeah, dog? Yeah,
4: pretty, he's pretty big. I just forgot what it was. <laughs> but, yeah, right. not, he's, like, literally, he's just a casual guy. Like, even if you, like, talk to him, like— in, and then, like just in daily basis we are not going to talk about basketball we're going to talk about other stuff and it's like that's what makes it really cool about Casey because like you know when you see it from outside it's like well Showtime care He's gonna shoot a lot of threes Blah yeah. blah blah and This and that But it's like yeah. yeah My man's My man's probably gonna work out And listen to like Some Taylor Swift Or like some random Yeah, yeah he's just I'm, not, I'm literally, literally He's like That's the type of guy That Casey is So, so he's, a, he's a
2: Swifty Swiftie. That's the he's word
4: He's a Swifty Swiftie. Nah, oh, no, no, He listens He listens to Taylor Swift but I, I wouldn't say That he's a Swifty okay. I think Yeah Will Yeah Will him From last year that He's definitely a Swifty oh, oh Shout out to he my man He like, looks Shout out to my He's man, at Leo.
0: Washington right yeah, now he's
4: Washington, right yeah. now. Oh, yeah, shout out to my man Will. He's a real Will, real, real, real that, swifty.
0: That leads me into another question. <laughs> Hold on, oh, Real no. quick about K S. Yeah, yeah,
4: yes.
3: Is he is he a shit talker when the lights turn on?
4: Nah, no, a, no, he don't. He...
3: <laughs> he just keeps his mouth shut he and just, keep, just drains
4: he, the threes. Yeah, I mean, when it, actually when he's on the court, he talks a lot of trash. Yeah, when that's he's what kind of He like. does, he does a lot. You know, he'll he'll say some. He'll be like too slow. I yeah. got you. Like, it'll he'll, he'll be some oh, stuff. Yeah, down. just a little thing that's just going to come in, like, you know. A little jab. Yeah, just a little jab. But, yeah. yeah. Like, it was especially last year. It was funny because literally I think him and leg had the best and funniest relationship or a friendship on our team. They were go like, they'll play pool. They'll play whatever one one after practice. They'll play the Nintendo Switch together, and they will go at it. When I say go at it. <laughs> Man, I'll be in my Literally I'll be in my room In the hotel And like There'll be maybe Like a couple uh, Rooms down And I'll hear Ole Talk about F bomb. I'm like, damn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's competitive, but like, yo, we got a game tomorrow. The game is not tonight. You do yeah, get kicked out of the hotel. What are we yeah, doing? Yeah, nah, it's so funny. Nah, it was funny to see them. Yeah, it was, nah, it's actually funny. But you're not. When it comes to like being competitive about something, Casey will talk. Yeah, he will let you know about it. Look at <laughs> yeah. look at this
2: Swifty
1: right here. Look at, yeah, 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 yeah. Look at that guy. Oh, I love it. I love it too. Rex Speck well. yeah. King.
0: I love, love the <laughs> That's awesome, man. That's my real
4: brother right there. That's so, so awesome. Speaking <laughs> was, of
0: Swifties, mm-hmm. getting ready for a game. You know, you got your headset on, your Air- AirPods in, whatever. Yeah. What are you listening to? Uh, one artist. I don't need a point. Yeah. Like, what, what was your number one artist going into a game? Shoot. That's tough. It could be a song, too. Uh, could be a song.
4: Could be a song. I mean, if we go artists, uh, Drake was my favorite oh. artist, uh,
0: obviously. I'm well, I'm, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm Duh. sorry. Duh. Typical Canadian. Duh. I'm sorry. Hold guys. on. Which I, which I wouldn't era? expect anything different. <laughs> which era, Drake? Oh, shoot. Uh. Are we talking like I'm going in, Drake? like Or like Certified boy, Or he'll take care of you.
4: For me, it was like I'm going in, Drake. I east, feel that. Yeah. I mean, I grew up with, like, you know, listening to – like this Drake But I mean the lover boy of type You know The lover boy I mean, <laughs> yeah. Because everybody Gonna say lover boy So it's like The lover boy Drake I guess he's cool But I mean my favorite one Would be like Early like Drake the Early Drake Yeah sure. When he was still hungry If you yeah. had to If you
0: had to pick a song Right now You've got three minutes Before you walk out Onto the court What are you listening to?
4: Mm. Mm. Actually a song That I would play a lot Last year I think it was uh, What was it? What was it? I can't remember. You could sing. I it. think it was, think no, was, it was "No Friends, No Friends" in the industry by Drake. That was oh yeah, hell yeah. That was a big one. No, that Roddy listen- Rich. Yeah, nothing like that. Nothing like that. Nothing like no, that. Yeah. I think yeah, it was pretty much that. Or what else? But it was kind of an uh, Afrobeat song by uh, what's it called? Who is he? Burna Boy. Oh yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll listen to Burna Burna Boy a lot. So. Yeah, these these guys. two, yeah,
0: these two are the music two. guys. These oh, guys yeah, are so the all know. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Uh, my one of my top played songs two years in a row has been "The Box" by Roddy Rich. Oh really? Mostly because it got oh. put out in a Duke hype video two years ago. Oh, now, oh okay. yeah. so nobody really cares weight.
1: about Duke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. no. yeah.
0: go home. No, D U Q. You're not my real mom. D U Q. Your real mom's out there. <laughs> That's true. She is. She's in the oh, shout out,
1: Kim. She's watching right now too. So. Oh yeah,
0: hi mom. You know.
1: <laughs> okay, so for the Nebraska basketball fans out here, l- watching this team this year. What is one thing? Because you're you've been part, you know, around the team and whatnot. Like, what's one thing that they should know going into this year? Like, so obviously they're seven one. They took they took one, you know, one on the chin this, you know, yesterday. Mm-hmm. But like, what's one thing that Nebraska fans should know about this team? Like. Uh. They're going to get, like, I don't want to say
4: they're going to get a different team every play uh, every game that they play, but they're going to get, like, something different, like another asset, because they're learning so much, like, especially compared to us last year, if we want to do, like, a, a comparison from the, the past season. At this uh, kind of the state that they are right now, like, at this kind of same time of the year that we were last year and them this year they're ahead when it comes to like, you know, getting the defense to a T, getting into like being uh, have the commensure to a T and all of that. So I think like uh Every game they're gonna show something. They're gonna show that they're fighting. They're fighters. They're gonna show that they can- they got like an expo- uh, explosive offense. They're gonna show that they can actually fight on the rebounds. Like you know, yesterday was kind of. I mean, yeah, it was tough. Yeah, it was tough. It was you know, it's one of them those games that they you know we got tank they got beat up by like eleven on the board. So it's like yeah, it's not like them necessarily because they got some pretty good guys like Juwan, Gary and you know Rank, Josiah and I mean yeah, um, just to name a few. It's like you know they're gonna they're gonna show the fans like something every every night and they going to show like they're going to get the fan excited actually because it's not a bad team it's a really good team oh yeah and they got some talent they got they got guys that can go so it's like
1: well i, think I,
4: that's I what know i yeah
1: i know Cockbrenner was really happy Derek walker wasn't there last uh, night because yeah because he made Cockbrenner look like a little girl yeah, last year i'm just yeah. saying like yeah he was like mm, i'm so glad that that walker yeah. guy's gone <laughs> yeah, my, <laughs> I, I wish rank could have just like just carried in the Charried footsteps, in a but, bit, yeah, but it's a diff- it was different just players, different, different players, players different, yeah, teams, different team, different and, and style, like, yeah. the mojo just, just wasn't there. Like, we, got, we had the lead one time in the game, yeah. and it got loud, and then. Yeah, it definitely got loud. Yeah, <laughs> Well,
2: hey. I, I think, Micah, uh, just to piggyback, we like to piggyback off each other. The question is, Emmanuel, is this the team? Is this the one that's going to get to the tournament? and not just get there get the first tournament win
1: in history the
2: f- first one <laughs> is this does this like does this uh just from your vantage point mm-hmm. you know you've been around a while you've been you've been on teams like that you're a that seasoned have, vet yeah. yeah does this have the looks of a team that can make noise and be that that team that actually does it Oh, uh, we're we're hungry
0: We need
1: it. We want to win. You get a statue. Fred gets a statue if he gets
2: one tournament win.
1: Fred will get a statue. Think about that.
0: I don't think he could get a statue because the state will burn. Yeah, we will, we will. We
1: will riot <laughs> if we get a win. Finally, uh, right. yes, we
4: will. <laughs> we'll have to close everything down. Like, everything. hey, yeah. and <laughs> if you're
1: playing overseas or whatever, you're gonna have to ha- take, a, yeah, take a take a flight play, back yeah. here to celebrate. Right? Liquor stores are locking doors. <laughs> right? Please don't Costa, rob us. Except Nebraska Company. you come in here. Yeah, anytime you can come by, baby. Except Mondays.
4: Well, <laughs> yeah, I think they do have the tools to actually be that team. I'm not. I'm not saying that they are. They are that team right now. But I'm pretty sure that as the season, like, evolves, they're going to evolve as well. Uh, by that means, like, they're still kind of figuring out a little bit, like, who's our, who are the leaders? Who are the guys to follow uh, in the heat of the battle? Who's going to lead us to, like, you know, okay, we got to fight and get this one out of the mud? And I think they're still trying to figure that out a little bit because they're new to each other. I mean, there's some new guys, new faces, uh, new cultures, new culture guys, and different guys from uh, different schools, Uh a new style of playing because this year, as compared to us last year, we playing way, they playing way faster this year. And, you know, just to look at that, uh, also like Jamarck is playing, uh, the, as point guard, as a starting point guard. So it's like, there's a lot of stuff that you're like, well, it, it we're seven and one. I mean, yeah. we lost again. Uh, Creighton. I mean, it's one. It was one of those games. But you know, like even though they lost, there there was a lot of stuff that they they learned from that game already, and it's like it's literally like the very next day. So that's why I was saying like earlier like to to expect like you know them to be like okay, well, they're not gonna be perfect tomorrow. They're not gonna be perfect. Uh. Against Minnesota or against Michigan State, but towards the end of the year, I'm pretty sure that people will be surprised of like what basketball can do actually because they got some really good pieces, really really good pieces. I wish I could have stayed and like get another year. Yeah, it because I would have. Could was, you
1: all apply for one or no? Did you too, play too many games? Or? I
4: mean, yeah, I play yeah. Too many Games Damn. unless I change my name, cut my dress. Yeah. Don't. Hey, hey, we can do that. <laughs> I have.
0: Like well, we can do that. Oh. <laughs> I'm, I know not a touching, guy. I'm not touching I'm not touching your hair. I'm not doing that. <laughs> no, absolutely not. So, could,
2: could you imagine if if I asked Emmanuel that that question about could this be the team? He's like, nah.
5: No. Yeah, Just <laughs>
2: media,
1: no. no. Like, well, that
4: never I would have been, uh, been, been honest. I would I actually hey. would have been honest. I would have been like, yeah. yeah, no,
0: maybe not, but uh, we're gonna try hard. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> they'll, they'll play. They'll play basketball. Uh, <laughs> See, we'll go from there. I, I do love though, like your analogy to like how this team could get there. You use yeah. the word pieces, mm-hmm. and it's something that I've said a lot about a lot of teams, uh, mm-hmm. mostly Husker football, because
3: he's mm-hmm. a gambler.
0: I am. Oh, no a degenerate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a word that my parents, my girlfriend, and anyone who knows me use, but indeed, would've. I wouldn't use it. <laughs> uh, but no, like putting a team together like that, getting into a late, season, it's a puzzle. Yeah. Like the, you, you don't always start the beginning of the season with every piece. No, you you got to kind of pick them up along the way, yeah. kind of put those things together. So mm-hmm. I, I really like that. Uh,
3: yeah. Speaking of pieces, I do just real quick, one more individual I wanted to just touch on, yeah. Sam Hoiberg. Uh, the guy was a man. sensation my near man. the end of the year last year. My man, I love him. <laughs> just the pure effort on yes. defense. Yes, I mean you—you you really saw Nebraska like really appreciate defense as soon as Sam Hoiberg came on the scene. Yeah, yeah, and yep. it was yeah. It Go was just the fun list, to though. watch. Jim, well, yeah, I was gonna say, coach's he, son. Does he line up with lunch with all those, pail guy? Yeah, first yeah. one in, last one out. <laughs> white. White, <laughs>
1: yeah, that's I always got to jab that in there, yeah. yeah. You got to slip that one in there, that, <laughs> okay. Is, is I mean, any the definition of a coach's son, though? Like a guy that's just gonna, like,
0: first one that, in, last one out. I, I want to be clear, my, he's not saying that As like a derogatory thing,
5: no, no, no,
4: no. no, no. no, no. yeah. That's like, not but, even, but actually, it's really funny. <laughs> Because Sam, like, when we, when we, like, it's actually funny because I catch it sometimes, like, we will catch it sometimes in practice. Like, literally, Sam will be like, Hey, dad, what I got to do on this play? But, like, most of the time, it's like, it's, it's it, you wouldn't even notice that they're like, It's a coach father, like, you know, a father son, like, kind of relation that they got. It's like, Sam is just so locked in, of, like, Eh, that's my father, okay, off the court, all right, but like, in there is business. And we're in the gym, we're on the court, and right now it's business. And it's the same thing for like, Fred, when he be he's like, you, y'all pretty much know, like, Fred is pretty much level. It. He's always oh, yeah. in the same, like, yeah. So for him, it's like, you know, it's just another player to him. It's like, yes, of course he loves him, but like, at the same time, you got to do what's best for a team, you got to do what's best for like everybody, you know, the coaching side, of the, the university, and everything. So, yeah, but it was just great. And uh, last year, like you pointed out, uh, I'm sorry, but I was playing a little defense, a little just. I was playing a little defense. Yeah, yeah. Even, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 100 percent, hundred percent. But yeah, nah, It was <laughs> it was refreshing to see Sam like being out because like we see him in practice every day busting his butt off and like literally he was out there like just showing you know all the work that he put they put in. I was the first one to be like, "I'm so proud of you" because like literally he was out there just making winning plays, like, mm-hmm. working harder than everybody else. I and mean, he's not the tallest on the court. He's not, like, the strongest. He's not, like, the fastest, and he just make plays. He, he's he got that nose for the ball. He's going he's gonna to run after that ball, 50-50 balls. All Hustle. He's, yes. And yeah. he gets rewarded for that, especially, I think it was – what game was it? I think it, they were playing um, – I can't remember if it was
2: Illinois or – Well, I remember – Last year, we're talking last year. Yeah, Mar- I mean
3: Maryland yeah, the- Maryland. yeah, Maryland was a big one, yeah, big
4: one, exactly. And yeah. I was just like, I was watching it on TV. I'm like, <laughs> I already know what's coming, but like to see him doing it on that stage, I'm like, I'm just, I was just so happy for him. And like even the, all those other games, like they showed out making winning plays at the, at the end of the year, like Wisconsin, that game against Wisconsin, that last till when he went and got layup, that plays that. Phew, yeah, the vault yeah. got sold out, and I was just like, "Yeah, that's what he's gonna do. That's yeah, what Sam's yeah. gonna do. That bring that energy, and he was doing that all year, and he's he's still doing that this year, and he's doing better. So it's like, you know, nah, he's yeah. Just like, yeah, I'm rooting for him. he, I'm rooting for him. He's just a great guy, just a great dude, gonna bring it every day, right? On. So, mm-hmm.
2: so just I know we're like an hour five minutes, yeah, yeah. Um, so Fred Hoiberg uh-huh. yesterday during the game, you know, he has like a little bit of a, a tiff with the ref. Yeah. And it was going around that little gif of him trying to shake Shake the ref's hand and the ref's like, meh. Yeah. Like, (laughs) just how bad do you have to be as a ref for Fred Hoiberg to be pissed off at you? Well, he's like, because
5: he's, Kind of if, bad,
1: he's if level he, headed, like even Keel takes, always yeah, keeps his take, composure.
2: Yeah, it
4: takes a lot to like take him out of this, like character of like you know being cool all the time. So it was, I mean, we've seen it. It was, it was just the first half was terrible. It was the, the calls. I'm not even like taking the side, I'm like literally just looking at it as like a basketball student, a basketball like just a basketball fan. It was just it, the. I'm I'm sorry I'm not playing anymore so they cannot find me. Yeah, who <laughs> care. but like yeah, it was it was bad. Like some, a few calls were missed. Like and it wasn't even like going both ways. It actually looked like
1: Creighton was that had that home court advantage. if We could put it that way. So it was just and there was like no blue in there. I was no, actually surprised. So yeah. like even like the Iowa game, there was quite a bit of yellow up in there mm-hmm. and, to watch them lose. Mm-hmm. Um, but the Creighton game, like the amount of blue in the in the vault yesterday was. Nonexistent. It was just like little dots. Well, you had someone next to you. I did have the most annoying Creighton fan next to me. Go on. Just kept scoreboard. This this girl next to me. Scoreboard. She's like, "Don't worry, guys. I'll I'll root for Nebraska volleyball on Saturday." Oh, I'm like, "Oh yeah, not Creighton volleyball. You know the one that's in the tournament. They're also in the tournament, jackass." I'm like, "Oh, so you root for Nebraska volleyball, not Creighton volleyball, and you like Nebraska football, but you root against Nebraska. That's what you meant earlier when you said. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, dude.'" I'm telling you, that's like, I never said, I grew up in Omaha. Uh-huh. I don't hate Creighton. I just don't understand their fans.
0: I grew, I grew up it. in Omaha. I hate Creighton. <laughs> I don't I hate am, Creighton. I am an elite hater. Hating Creighton. It's like I take pride in how hard I hate.
1: Dude, it, if they would have won yesterday, the this interview would be so much fun. Uh, so, I'm having. I mean, I'm, I'm having a blast. Yeah. But like, the amount of like, I already. The amount of like <laughs>
0: yeah. shit talking oh, clips yeah. we could have made would have been awesome. Um, <laughs> so the you mentioned that there wasn't a ton of blue inside the vault. Nope. I did have one major issue, and I think I'm sure you guys probably saw this on Twitter. Kyle, were you there? Uh, no. Okay. Um, I had to ask because Kyle's important and gets to go like take pictures and videos at mm-hmm. Husker sporting events because mm-hmm. he's better than us. I have fun. Yeah. (laughs) But my biggest concern was the fact that we let Creighton fans, granted, they are University University of Nebraska students. students, Yeah. Right behind the
1: hoop. Yeah. Losers.
0: I, I don't like, I understand it's very tough to disallow that. Yeah, what are you going to do, like, kick their ass? Like, they probably got got there early before the other students, so. uh, In fact, I think it was, you know what, I think it was that, that, like, sent the tweet out. It was like, these guys were here hours early, and so, like, what are you going to do, move them to the back of the line? Yes. Uh, But, (laughs) like, the the student section leaders should be saying, like, "Mm, front rows are kind of reserved for Husker fans in Uh the Husker student section. Uh I don't know. Again, it's two in-state schools you you cannot prevent yeah. them from doing that
2: here here's what I do think it's lame here sure but here's what would have made it better if Nebraska would have won yep yep yeah. and then they're they're in the front row to see that shit exactly yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. so figure it out win yeah <laughs> yeah but i i get it it was annoying to see her dad going.
0: A good roll, no, no, hey, Fuck this this is, this is not. Yeah, me, that's right. This, We're, we got her dad sports logo Yeah, right in the corner. This, <laughs> this is not me trashing her dad. This is me talking and about. Not, not Kyle either. Yeah, no. This Just is me. me talking about Creighton fans <laughs> in the front of a student section. Yeah. It has nothing to do <laughs> that the, the avenue that I found out I, about. Yeah, it. I, I, yeah. I, I brought it up. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I <laughs> hope you're happy.
3: I can't put, pay my mortgage anymore. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it has nothing to do with
1: her dad okay so let's let's talk a little bit about what you're doing now um goals moving forward obviously you're still here yeah not on the team uh but you're recovering from your knee injury Mm -hmm. go into kind of like what's what's it look like now what's the future what's the goals uh well hopefully
4: i'll be cleared by this friday i mean not this friday but probably sometime early next week because i'm like kind of running my last test on my knee um as far as Friday so I think right after that I'm just jumping into like you know the pool of like trying to get uh, a contract overseas uh, whether I mean some teams uh, uh, some leagues I've been looking at me and uh, some of the agencies that I've talked to it's pretty much pretty much kind of the same it's all around like Spain uh, Portugal Friends. Uh, oh, you
3: can't hate that.
4: Yeah, no, I'm not. I for me at first, I mean, for me, like literally, it's like wherever I can play basketball because yeah. Yeah, I love just I just love playing basketball and being away for it from for a year. It's like you know I'm just kind of hungry for it and just I, I wherever I can actually play again, I'll I'll just go. So for me, it's like wherever I can go. But um, that's pretty much where our most of the teams are actually looking for to like you know get guards, especially be the people uh, players like they that got my profile and stuff. So, I think, like, Portugal, France, like I said, Spain, uh, Greece, South America. So, there's a few, even Turkey. So, there's a few teams that are, like, kind of in the loops that, you know, are looking for players at the moment. So, I think in January, that's when it's going to
3: happen. How do you even get involved? Like, how do you, what is this process of you, like, talking to teams in Turkey and South America and... Like, what does that even look and like? And when can they I mean, sign you? Like, are
1: they mid-season? They're like, all right, we're yeah. bringing this guy in for Nebraska. Like yeah. How so does that mean, work? So, basically, like,
4: especially in my situation, like, being back from the injury and everything, uh, it's not necessarily mean like, talking, like, to a team right away because, like, you got to go through that process of if they actually want you or not. So, they talk to your agent at first and that that conversation that they have with a, with your agent, that's when you can actually, like, you know, if they're really interested in, like, actually signing you, that's when you can, like, you know, get to talk to them a little bit more about, you know, what's the plan, what they want you to do on that team, what what's going to be your role and all of that. But, uh, yeah, like you said, like, kind of the mid-season, that's basically where they kind of who know who they want to sign in a, in a sense of, like, they go from, like, I want to say September, October until now, December, and they're kind of look at looking at like okay, well, who's injured? Uh, who's actually who are we gonna cut? Who's actually not like you know doing good enough for us to, for us to keep them? Uh you know, new players that they want to sign if they want to like kind of not make trades but like just sign free agents guy that's gonna help their team elevate and you know make us a, a run into the playoffs for them. So that's what they're looking at at the moment, and that's kind of that little uh time lapse that happened from like the end of December until like January, mid January that it happens where they like, you know, look at other guys that they wanna sign and that's pretty much kind of that like little you know, little timeline that you got from like, you know, that time to that time to send them your film. Uh Sending them like workouts, video, uh, video of workouts of stuff like that, and games, so they can look at it, look at them, and actually like kind of doing a little analysis of if they want to key sign you or not. So, so that'll make you
1: like actually physically try out or anything either. That's just like I mean,
4: it's all on tape. Yeah, mostly on tape because most of the time you got to think about this like it, it. It's a lot of money to actually bring somebody in, make them work out. And then they're like, well, he wasn't involved in that. So now we got to go to that process game with another kid. So it's like more they want to see if, well, they're going to look at your film, your your stats from previous teams that you played on. And then that's kind of where they kind of go with it. Nice. A little cheaper than just bringing a guy in. Yeah. And then sending him back. So, yeah. Is the goal uh, still to try to make it to the NBA? Of course, it yeah. is a goal. I kind of have a, a plan mapped out for, you know, that, that route. But, you know, that's something that we can talk about at the end of the day, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the next time you do it'll, it'll be fine. Hopefully hopefully we'll be video chatting
1: you while you're playing overseas. Oh, be Obviously, great, yeah. Winning, yeah, be great. winning MVPs and, and taking over the league by storm and then. Hopefully. And they can be like, yeah, I was on that podcast that one time. I was hey, on yeah. you those tell those us what
0: country you're playing in. We'll be there. Yeah, yeah we'll be there. <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah. yeah.
1: Really? Well, <laughs> hey, we'll make it happen. Yeah. Well, I'm definitely,
4: uh, I'm definitely <laughs> down to come back and
3: do that podcast. Yeah. Thing. Well, we, have, <laughs> cool. yeah. we didn't get to travel to a bowl game, so we're going to Spain. Yeah. Yeah. Darn yeah. it. Yeah.
5: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's like, ah, yeah.
1: Oh, great. <laughs> tell, no. tell my wife, uh, yeah, I'm going to Spain. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's for Bando. Yeah. <laughs> well listen,
2: we, we certainly certainly wish
1: you the best of
2: luck and you. your Thank recovery you. and you know, following through with your dreams. It's Thank you. very admirable and wish you the best of luck. And it's difficult, obviously,
1: but you can do it. Appreciate we you. We believe in you. Hey, you appreciate got four it. guys here that I think you can make it. So we're yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> rooting for you, man. Yes, man. Oh, yeah. I appreciate it. Listen, appreciate if you can it. if you can be on with us for over an hour, an hour and you 13 can do, You can, you can damn take near it. You'll yeah. no. be fine.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm going to put this on the record right now. Yeah. <laughs> Wherever you sign, mm-hmm. you send us a link. I will buy a jersey like that. Oh,
3: absolutely. Buying jerseys. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Like that. That's cool, and bro. I bet Are he. You? I bet yeah. he can make money on that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh,
1: <laughs> yeah you don't so. need to do <laughs> some <laughs> bullshit like I, I will yeah. buy a jersey immediately. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, man. That's a lot of love. A
4: lot of love. I appreciate that.
2: Thanks. All right. Well, this is the part where we thank you for your
4: time and. I want to we thank you guys. Y'all made, it, you. y'all made it happen. Y'all reached out to me. So I really appreciate the yeah. time. And, and she have me here and do this. I'll try to do it again if y'all want me to oh, be back. Oh, absolutely. Here. So, yeah, 100%. Yeah. That will be pretty 100%. Cool. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But I want to thank you guys for it. Yeah. Thank maybe you. we'll
1: we'll try to make our way out to Lincoln so you don't have to make the truck out here. Maybe yeah, we'll find somewhere there. Yeah. <laughs> it's like 35 minutes, you know. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah get, you out of, get you out of Lincoln for a little bit. Yeah. yeah.
0: I got one thing because I know we're getting ready to sign off. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got a text. From one of NBNR's top fans, oh, they boy. sent me this screenshot. They were a top zero point five percent fan. And who is this? It's an Iowa fan. Oh, 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 <laughs> um, your cousin. It oh. is Sarah Proctor. Now you, she she, had, she mentioned that she only ever gets the "fuck you, Sarah" shout out because we're always talking about Iowa. Yeah, yeah, fuck Iowa. But I listened to almost she listened to almost fifty one hundred minutes. Of NBNR this year, so today I am giving Sarah a thank you, Sarah. A
1: free shout out. Shout out. Actually, oh, I I'll, we'll Venmo request you later. So. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm
0: giving her a thank you, Sarah. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Sarah. Well, no, fifty-one hundred minutes of NBNR. If hey. you can listen to us for that long, that's insane. Here's the thing. I don't even uh, want myself for that. Long. Buy here's some
2: merch. Here's the thing. You've you've listened to for fifty-one hundred <laughs> hours, five thousand, and you're 71. still not a Husker fan. And well, we kept saying "fuck you," right? Yeah. So why would we change?
0: <laughs> that's a good point. Let's revert this thing back. Yeah. Keep listening. That's a,
2: that's a good point. Why would we change? Um, you guys go to nbnrpodcast.com. Go to Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, uh, YouTube. And where, they, where can they follow you? Uh, Instagram, and Eman B13. So
4: E-M-A-N-B. Thirteen uh, on Twitter. I'm not sure. I think it's like E bandu Five. I think something you can like see that. all yeah. his year old yeah. runs a tweets. Yeah, yeah. Twitter <laughs> was a lot harder yeah.
1: to find you. Actually,
4: thing yeah, so. right. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay though. So
1: yeah. the reason I found you in the first place too was I remember Fred was having a press conference and he's like, "Yeah, Amano I Banamel still working out with the team, all that stuff." I was like, "That would be the coolest interview as a mm-hmm. guy that played for Fred still involved with with the current team." Was involved with the transfer portal. Yeah, like, knows about NIL. Oh, twice. like, like the, yeah. the most perfect. Just, I kind of checked all the. Yeah, yeah you <laughs> checked every box that we've never had on this podcast. So I mm. just want to thank you for coming on. I think it was uh, just it. awesome. Thank
0: you. Yeah, yeah it thank was a you. great interview, dude. Yeah.
1: Wow, y'all made it really good. So, hey, so kudos
4: to you guys. Y'all know what y'all doing. <laughs> appreciate
0: it. <laughs> Shoot. Uh, What do I say to
4: that?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, oh, oh, my. Uh, I guess uh, we're going to sign off now. Yeah. What? Okay. I'm one of your hosts, Jared Hall, Mike Delaware, Kyle, Kyle
3: Byers,
0: Connor Cavillac,
2: E-Bandu, as always, beat
3: Minnesota,
4: yeah, beat Minnesota, got you. and GBR, go Big Red.
2: We have a saying, no block, no rock.
0: You know, we just really love Hunter. He's a junkyard dog. Hey. Kenny Bell up to me, he's like, you know what you just, what you just <laughs> did? You get mad, what, you to
2: go
3: get in the portal and go to another podcast? You know, usually dumbbells are in pairs. They had five dumbbells. <laughs> <laughs> hey, got it, Mohammed! G-B-R A
1: A heard at Sports Network production.